You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're listening to the Cooligans in the first segment. We talk about Copa America. It's like the Euros with a little bit of Sasson. Uh, USA versus Costa Rica for amazing goal. John Brooks slapping them goals with them balls away with his forehead. Absolutely incredible. Clearing everything out of the way. We won the group and we get to play not Argentina, but Ecuador. Thank you. Thank you very much. We also talk about all the videos we're doing with, the, with Flama. It's absolutely amazing. We're live all the time on Facebook.com slash The Flama. Also in segment number two, we're talking about France. Uh, Paris, oh my God, the Euros have begun. Great, uh, France looks great. Giroud is scoring a goal. He's doing for, doing it for everybody besides Arsenal. France against Albania. England against Russia. That's so England. The another <laughs> failure by England. Vasil Bezalewski. Bezalewski. We'll get the we'll get the name right in the in the show. Portugal against Iceland. So much smack talk. Fights Italy against Belgium. What is wrong with Belgium? Oh man! In the third segment, we talk about Messi destroying a goalkeeper and nutmegging him. That guy is retired. They burned all the records that show he's ever played. We talk about the Chicago Academy getting the honor of having Messi train with them. Messi thanks them so much. He swapped jerseys with all those children. We talk about LA Galaxy doing the worst thing you can do to a team, which is scoring while a player is down. The only thing you can do worse than that is be yoke him low and smell your own nutsack. <laughs> Today on the Cool again. This is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, So many fun, exciting. It's the summer of soccer. What What a great, even since the last episode, what? How so many things have happened? So many. It seems like it's been three weeks since we recorded an episode <laughs> because so many things are happening. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a. If you're a, monitoring our relationships, we're both still together with our significant others. <laughs> Soccer has not driven us apart just uh, yet. I know. Well, you know, we're, we're we're. I mean, we're only in the, the quarterfinals, so there's still time. Yeah, and that's just of the Copa. <laughs> uh, group stage is still going on in the Euros. Man, it's so uh, you know. So, but uh, look, and not only for. For soccer, but for the Cooligans in general, there's just there's been so much goddamn stuff happening. Uh, if you if you've uh, you know we've been on this little little thing called the internet quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be uh, something that a lot of people are using. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a hit. It's a hit yeah. with, the, with, with the kids. It's a hit officially. <laughs> we looked at the numbers, and uh, it's gone certified platinum. Uh, yeah, everything uh, everything's adding up. Uh, yeah. But uh, if you've noticed uh, the Cooligans, we've been posting a lot about this. Uh, we we are developing, you know, a, a partnership. Is that what I guess we can I, say? I like, let's just say a relationship. Relationship. A relationship, we're, we're very, certainly very casual, you know, <laughs> very casual. We, we, you know, we text, but you know, they take a couple of days to text back. They really yeah. mess with our emotions. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple of sexts going back and forth. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it, there's a, there's, there's evidence that there, there could be something. Uh, this could be the real thing, right? And we met online. We, uh, I, yeah, we very did. modern. <laughs> uh, but if you guys are wondering what it is that we're alluding to, uh, take a step back. Uh, Facebook Live is something that's really new. Um, and you know, you know, we've done a couple of videos on YouTube. Nothing that we've necessarily fully committed to, although it's certainly a part of what we do here. Um, the podcast has probably been the most consistent thing because this is something that we're both very, um, very easy for us as comedians. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, when Facebook Live sprung up. 
up, we started to do it and we thought it was a lot of fun and we got a great reaction um, from our fans and we didn't spend a ton of time on Facebook before that. We posted a lot of news bits, but it wasn't something. Yeah, we we were were mostly focusing on, you know, on talking to people on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, stuff like that, but maybe Vine for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like at this point, um, we started doing Facebook Live and it was amazing interacting with you guys and hearing from you guys. Uh, and we loved it. We really enjoyed it. Um, and who else did besides a, a company that um, does a lot of videos? I would say it's like the Latin American Funny or Die. I mean, is that? Yeah. Or even uh, maybe uh, more specifically, like above average. Yeah. The Latin absolutely. American above average. Yeah, very much so. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, so a uh, bunch of videos for them that, that, that we've been in, um, you know, as comedians, they've asked us to be in a bunch of stuff. Also that we're Latin American. We fit a lot of the subject matter that they speak about and we can speak to it. Mm-hmm. And they saw what we were doing and they seem to have enjoyed it. And and they yeah. asked us to do live for them. Yeah. So uh, here's the big difference. When we started doing live on our channel, we had 99 uh, followers <laughs> on our Facebook live. Um, I believe it's a 1000 percent jump. <laughs> you give or take. Yeah. 1000 percent jump. So uh, the, they have over a million. They followers. Have over, so the company is uh, they called Flama. Flama is owned uh, by Univision. Univision. Uh, Univision for yeah. uh, my English speakers on uh, on here. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, so they asked us to uh, do Facebook Live and talk about uh, Copa America Centenario to their fans, uh, right. their million subscribers, which is we've never been in front of that many people. No, well, speak for yourself. Uh, I will. I'm every sp- one of the bar shows I've ever done has had <laughs> at least a million people there. <laughs> when uh, you add them all together, yeah, yeah. When you it probably still doesn't. Uh, the, yeah, I mean it's it, it's an unprecedented opportunity for us. So uh, we've done uh, two videos for uh, we three. three three total videos three broadcasts three broadcasts and. Uh, for Flama, you and you can uh, check them out on Facebook.com slash the Flama. We also posted it on our Facebook page uh, uh, on the Cool Again on the Cool Facebook.com Soccer Cool Again. So you can check those out. So we uh, we had some like fun little uh, interaction with yeah. with fans. We talked to them. Uh, we you know bullshitted so yeah, as they say. Will. If you will. Uh, but and we was, we set up a couple challenges for ourselves. Yeah, uh, you know to just make it a little bit more interesting as far as who wins because you know Polanco. I, I think the first match we saw was Uruguay versus Venezuela. Yeah, I'm half Uruguayan, so there was a lot of a lot of fun, uh, you know, a lot of excitement on my end uh, as far as watching the match. Uh, but we decided to add a wrinkle to it. We challenged each other, um, and in the next one is Mexico versus Venezuela, and we thought uh, Venezuela would pull that out. So we also did another challenge there. A lot of fun, guys. If you uh, get a chance, watch it. Hit the like button. Yeah, they, post yeah. on there that you want to see more because we're starting to build up, and they seem to be really be liking it. We want to do more with them. It's, we like talking to a million people. We do like it. It's kind of cool talking to a million people at the same time. That's that's surreal. Yeah. It's, it's, surreal. It's pretty insane. Uh, but we had a blast doing that. Thank you, Flama, for uh, having us uh, do that. And, uh, you know, I believe we may be doing more. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, uh, super exciting. And uh, just as exciting as Copa America has been. Oh, man. Wait, are you saying the, vid- the, the videos we've done for Flama are as exciting as the Copa America Centenario? It's been just as exciting <laughs> as watching Copa America. It is equivalent. Yeah, you'll get yeah. the same... Joy. Why even watch Copa America? Is what I'm saying. It's <laughs> uh, a, a point. Yeah, yeah, you can get this. Uh, just watch can... me and Polanco. Just, uh, you know, blend in a ripa. Uh, why? Why watch soccer players? Blend, at the blend peak? the arepa sounds like a new dance move. That's <laughs> blend the arepa. Blend the arepa. Don't say it too loud. It'll be on the next Drake album. Uh, 
So uh, appropriation. I mean, uh, Copa America. I, Euro's slow start. I think we could all agree. Yeah, and this, so this was a, a big, uh, a big deal. You know, the uh, uh, you know the two continents yeah. sort of uh, against each other, or three continents, you could say. Right. Uh, three. And and we sort of all expect. You know, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann even said that there was. You know, he I, and this is like sort of the the pre match, the the pre tournament. Smack talk like a boxer would do, like you know, like right. you know, rest his soul, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you could talk a lot of smack. You 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 gain interest in in the in the match, right. you know, in the, in the tournament. Let's just say, got a little rough at the weigh-in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Jurgen Klinsmann was doing this. He was like, "We got better quality in uh, in Concacaf and Conmebol and all this." And people are like, "Yo, Jurgen, yeah. you're out of your goddamn mind. You drinking too much high fructose <laughs> corn syrup you in know, the Kool Aid? Monsanto clearly got to you <laughs> yeah. because you." You don't know yeah. <laughs> your chemical, yeah. your, you know, and the chemicals in your brain are the just Zika virus <laughs> has gotten <laughs> to Jurgen Klinsman. But you know, Copa America started the group stages, and look, even from the first couple games, it was already getting exciting. And yeah, the, the, I think the first three matches were weird. And you know what? I got to give Euros, and we'll talk about Euros later. But you know, the first three matches were weird. A couple nil-nil draws, maybe one goal was scored in one of them. Um, the first three matches were. But I mean, it was just like, oh, we're all ready to go. Everybody cracked their knuckles, <laughs> took their earrings yeah. off, snapped off the fake nails, told one girl, hold my purse, yeah. put Vaseline on the face, uh, yeah. and they uh, went at it. This was just Columbia, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is all, this is their new dance when they score. I don't know if you've watched. Uh, enough, James. Enough. Yeah. And uh, eight, eight, uh, second game and, and the third game. Columbia, in- USA was... Exciting for all the wrong reasons. If you're an American fan, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we t- we talked about it briefly in the last podcast. Yeah. But but compared to the Euros, the, the, that first week of the Euros, Copa America has blown it out. It's dull. It's very dull. Euros are. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's it's not awful. No, it's fun. It's still fun soccer, and you got great stories like Albania. It's the first time ever. Uh, Slovakia is the first time ever as a country. Yeah, you know they haven't even been a country that long. Um, NYCFC fans would be great. Um, would remember Adam Nemich, who had a chance to draw and missed a completely wide open goal. So uh, <laughs> a little a little memory of the first season of NYCFC. Exactly. Um, there's been there's it's been kind of dull. Uh, while yeah, there's it, still some exciting it feels like, it feels like, stories, uh, like it's it's a very the, the games are slower. That's what, yeah. like, if we're comparing Euro and Copa, Copa America, the the Euro games are significantly slower. Right. Uh, it feels it's it's very very defensive. You know what it is? Very you know, cautious. Like, it feels like Chelsea playing Chelsea. You know, yeah, like very much so. <laughs> hey, to me, they're both dancing, but the Euros are like your aunt and her husband who don't have kids. And they go to like tango lessons and this is them doing the tango, like in a very professional way, beautiful to watch. Everyone is sitting and enjoying it. (laughs) Right. The Copa America, you just woke up from a Molly, <laughs> from a Molly. Your yeah. your your face is Adderall nauseous. Yeah, and you are in a rave, man. It is lights there's and ca- smoke machine character. Oh man, it looks. Sometimes it's a bit much for me to watch South American soccer because I'm like, what have you trapped the ball? Why are we constantly <laughs> ping ponging it back and forth? And I don't think that the European style is the perfect style. I think it's easier. On the eye, but it is a bit duller. South American style, man. Watching teams like Chile play, Chile especially, I feel like they sort of merge both of those styles to uh, some degree because they they're up front, they do play that tiki taka, but right. at the back they're just strong. They're super strong, and it's it's so wild. It's like they're both playing electric guitar, but like 
you know, South America just turns up the, the volume a little bit yeah. and they're just thrashing it, <laughs> you know, whereas we're a little bit of jazz going on in Europe. Beautiful. Awesome. You know, yeah, it's, improvise. It, it's the it's the shots you don't see. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, South America is just like, nah, 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 nah. it's just yeah, South, wild. South America is, is the guitar player in Mad Max. You in know, the like, front of the thing. That's just what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know that guy's name. He's famous. You yeah. Know, a meme. But it, why do you have a guy swinging from a, a what bunch a great of movie? What a dumb movie. Oh, that movie was beautiful. So stupid. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a lot of excitement. And because of that, you never know who's going to win. I mean, you just don't know where the ball's going. Yeah. And even uh, like the, the teams are sort of uh, adapting to that style that right. even look, even the U.S. matches have been exciting, funny. Right. And it's not really you don't really see too much. uh, uh style necessarily from uh from u.s games i feel like america doesn't really have a style just yet but i think they adapt to who they're playing because in the world cup right. i feel like they were uh playing like to sort of the european teams a little bit more cautious but that more, four two three one more defensive but like a bit more defensive yeah but everybody they, actually they were playing that four four two the, look uh the u.s against costa rica four nil class goals from every i mean uh, uh jermaine jones with that goal I can't even talk about it. It like it was he hit that curler against Germany, right? Yeah, that was the last time he scored for the US, by the way. And then he hits that it's the same but on the floor, on the, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah. I was wild. I it, it, even, he seems like he's one of the and we talk about this all the time. I I yell it all the time. Uh test the keeper, is something I yell all the time. And it's something that as an Arsenal fan, I'm I'm prepared to yell that because they they try to walk it in. Um, one thing I don't like about Jurgen Klinsmann's tactics is that America has kind of turned into that, where before maybe it was just Landon Donovan style and Clint Dempsey style when he was a little younger. Uh, they seem to like you know you get an inch away from your defender, you're within you know twenty yards, pop a shot, let's see what happens, you know and. I think too many times we're trying to sort of get the perfect pass, the perfect openness. You know, it does. I get it. And it does seem like more beautiful football that way. But it's not necessary. Yeah. At the very least, I think um, the up front, the U.S. looks a little... Uh, I'm not going to say like they're, they're just uber confident necessarily. Well, but how they, could you be with Giazzi Zardes? <laughs> that's the thing. They, but I think they're going for it. They're going for shots. They're going for opportunities. Bobby Wood has <sighs> been stellar. Really br- brought that Bundesliga... I'm going to take shots, yeah. dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to see shots? <laughs> he is like uh, white girls in Cabo. Just shots, <laughs> shots, 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 but shots. Really, uh, you know, it's nice to have. Look, I'm not saying he, Bobby Wood is like Landon Donovan, but he. There, it's nice to see that. Look, I'm I'm good enough to be here. I'm good enough to 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 be up front. Right. And 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 I can take strong, confident shots. What I love about him is he doesn't have the hype that Landon Donovan had around him. And this is something Landon Donovan can't, uh, Landon can't control this. So I don't want to, I don't want to come across as I'm blaming him, but he always seemed like he had to live up to something. Bobby Wood doesn't have to live up to anything. Take the skills you've learned, go out there and use them. And that's exactly what he's doing. There's more pressure on, you know, Michael Bradley. There's more pressure on Alejandro Bedoya. There's more pressure on these other guys. Fabian Johnson has a bit more pressure for some strange reason. I don't know why he's our left back. He's obviously a midfielder and a winger. Please be forward. But he's so good. Um, good. Yedlin, is he allowed back on the team yet? Who knows? (laughs) Um, there's all these other players that have so many more sp- uh, more eyes on them. Pulisic is on the bench and he has more pressure on him. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Wood kind of goes under the radar. Which but, is perfect for him because yeah, he nope. seems to like excel in that situation, you know? And, the, and he's... He, 
he's like being able to do what he does without the sort of media pressure right. that like uh, Pulisic is getting and uh, and uh, Bradley and other people. Uh, but look, the U.S. against Costa Rica, great. Uh, we uh, that bounce back from after the Colombia match. You could not ask for more. That yeah. it was. If you're a you know traveling fan. At the beginning of the match, you could see the tentativeness. Yeah. You know, the fans were like, yeah, we're excited. We're here. We're singing. But, oh, my God, how is this going to turn out? Mm -hmm. Even against Paraguay. I mean, as tough as tough as it is, Paraguay is not an incredible footballing nation. Mm -hmm. They should be easy for us to beat. And let me ask you, because I don't think we talked about this. Did you walk in with a high level of confidence to that match? Uh, against Paraguay? I, yeah. I, not a high level, but I, I did think they would win. Did you? I did think that. I was cautiously worried that maybe they wouldn't Paraguay would come in and show up and play defensively and strike us on the counter. But we played pretty great. And we, you know, we, again, we held our own 10 yeah. men. I mean, it was you. So yeah, if you, for whatever reason, you did not see this match, I mean, USA, but Paraguay, to us, how is that possible? <laughs> one nil, uh, they won and, uh, they, uh, up, up in the first, uh, there was a great cross from Jazzy Zardes. A miracle. Right. Just a great pass. Or and was that his first touch? Uh, <laughs> did his first touch go sailing across the face <laughs> of the goal? So, uh, and it was, a, it was a great cross and it went uh, right to Dempsey. He yeah. played, he so perfectly positioned uh, and, and just I knocked it in. It was a great, uh, great. it was a great shot. And, uh, but after the, after the first half in the right, uh, what, two minutes, three minutes in? Yeah, practically played town down to 10 men the whole second half because what you're about to say is Yedlin gets... DeAndre two Yedlin. Yedlin. Two Yedlins. <laughs> two Yedlins, Two yeah. Yedlins. They're going to change the name. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get a two Yedlins? <laughs> Oof, tough. Oh, tough oh, day boy. for you. Uh, he got two yellow cards two in the span of a minute and a half. Uh, I think it was last. I think it was like 58 seconds. Oh, so Very bad. So he he did he uh, a, a slide tackle that was... Just a poor one. You can understand why you would get a card. He did get the ball first, but he he ran. He, he went through the player. Right. So, look, that's deserved yellow. That's going to happen. And then mere moments after, uh, a pass uh, basically uh, near, like, out of bounds into, like, the center half. Right. And he decides to go through the back of the player. He, he went He went too hard. He went yeah. too hard in the paint, as they yeah, say. Yeah, he went too hard, <laughs> yo. I know all about that. <laughs> And and immediately another yellow, and the ref was like, "You got to be." Even the ref was like, "Come on, dog! Like, you, why are you putting me in this position?" It reminded me of uh, of like when like because even the defender was like, "I mean, what are you gonna do?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the defender was like, "I didn't want that to happen either." You know, it was like, or the other. I'm sorry, the other player was like, "I mean, that's not." You know, no one wanted that to happen, but yeah, it is. It's one of those situations where like here we are. But I got to give the USA credit. Uh, they bunkered down. Um, and they basically held on. They bent but didn't break. And I mean, a new sh a new star appeared in the sky. Oh my goodness! And his name <laughs> is John Amazing Brooks. Uh, I mean, J I like to call him JB Smooth. JB Smooth. <laughs> his goal against Ghana, right in Yo, the World right, Cup, yeah, huge. Where he looked like he was as surprised everyone. He had the dream before. Yeah, he must have had a dream that he was just bulletproof because that's exactly <laughs> what happened. He was. Just everything that came near him cleared out. He was yelling at everyone. Exactly what we've always wanted to see. A leader. A just an absolute 100% a leader out there. Just like he's one of those teachers that you're like, no, oh, he's so hard on us. But then as soon as you graduate high school, you're like, oh, I miss him yeah. the most. Yeah. You're like, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brooks. Yeah. You changed me, man. You changed me, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> and you're like, I want to shake your hand. He just slaps your hand. He, he, he heads your hand out of the way. Uh, <laughs> it, that's exactly who he is, man. Uh, and, and, and it's going to go down in, in, you know, U.S. soccer history. That 3v1 <sighs> that Brooks stopped was unreal. If you're Paraguay. What goes through your head you, when you're like, how many of this guy are there out there? I mean, he seemed, I think he was covering all three of us. Yeah. How's that possible? I mean, he's clearly a big, he's a big dude. He's an imposing figure. Yeah. Uh, he, what is he like? He looks like he's like six, four, six, five. And he is top tall. Like most of his weight seems to be in his upper body. He yeah. Long, he's not, long torso. You yeah, know? yeah. Swimmer's body, if you will. <laughs> top tall. Uh, uh, he doesn't seem to be one of those like, um, he's not like fit. He's he's in shape, but he's not like jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have a like a slightly portly yeah, he, build. To he doesn't him. have like a forwards body. No, not at all. Means. No. So he looks like an old school center back. Yeah, he's just a big dude. Just yeah. a big dude. Like um uh Tim Howard two look, years after retirement reminds me That's of uh, like. of Hughes uh, from Leicester City. Yes, yes, like yes. Big, now West Morgan is big shoulder. Yeah. He's not really that. Not that but guy. Hughes. Huth is, he's more yeah. like that. Huth is like, you know, is he a construction worker or a soccer player? That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. He's John like, why, why is he catcalling women from the back line? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, take off that hard hat. You must be sweating. Uh, one of the things that I love about the people that we're talking about, we're talking about Brooks, we're talking about uh, Bradley. I'm not Bradley. Uh, Brad uh, Guzan. Wood. Wood. Oh, Wood. Uh, even Guzan, which Guzan. makes some crazy mistakes sometimes, but he stands on his head another yeah, moment. He was great. He was great against Paraguay. These are all guys that are tested in Europe. Yeah. You know, and uh, Pulisic looks incredible. Again, you know, getting chances at Dortmund. You know, he's going to be in European competition if he starts next year. And these are all things that are great for, and, and I think it's tough to talk about this because I know that we have fans that are very pro MLS. As we are, um, so we're not necessarily saying that it's a bad thing that, you know, it's a good thing that he's not in the MLS or these players aren't in the MLS. But I think we're seeing what a slightly different level of competition can bring to our national team. And I yeah. don't think that it's necessarily is claiming it? that Jurgen is 100% right. So wh where did Yellen get those those skills from? To, uh, to learned to a little <laughs> bit, but you got to admit, he came in this year way no, more. Yeah, and he was great. He, he's, yeah. uh, besides those plays, uh, Yellen was, uh, was great. Refinement that he's got yeah. under Sam Allardyce is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if the Sunderland deal went through. I know that they were thinking about putting in a full offer for him. Yeah, hopefully that. Hopefully, hopefully he stays. That he's good. He'll get playing time, and uh, you know, you don't want him at Tottenham. So no, we absolutely don't. <laughs> um, and I also don't want him back in the MLS because I believe he's he's getting he's learning those additional skills. He was one of the I would say like top five defender in the MLS. He's not top five defender on his club yet. So um, I think this is a, a different level of competition for him to learn even more. And I mean, this is absolutely incredible. And how long of a run? I mean, do we think, I know everyone says if they get to the quarterfinals, uh, I'm sorry, the semifinals, that that's a, that's a big deal. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Well, uh, so the U.S. ended up winning the group, right? Be through, no one expected that. So yeah. that this is huge already for Klinsman and uh, uh, and his tenure. And this uh, you, you, they we're going into the quarterfinals much more positive right. uh, and optimistic than we ever thought we could be. Unless you're a... Klinsman detractor, in which case you're like, damn it. <laughs> but group of death and now this, you know? Uh we so quarterfinals US against Ecuador. And Ecuador looks good. I mean, uh, uh Valencia, yeah, uh from Manchester United, uh, who's yeah. probably not coming back to Manchester United, but right. uh because Mourinho just cleaning up. Yeah, Mourinho is cleaning house. <laughs> I mean But uh Valencia looks great and um uh I, I forgot who who plays in the left wing, I forgot who his name, but he's also very good. Uh it's going to be tough, especially since Yedlin is gone. Uh, he got that red card, so he has to miss the quarterfinal. But 
the game is in Seattle, right? So this is, I mean, there's no better home field advantage, you know, like other than Columbus, Ohio, other Columbus, or, or like, you know, the, the, what the, like in Borussia Dortmund, that yellow wall or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is, this is the equivalent. This is what the, as, as good as we have for fan base. We, we, absolutely. This is, they're going to be loud and crazy and rowdy. I wish they had a covered stadium just to hold all that noise in. You yeah. Know? Just, uh, just the echoes of banging around oh, all the yeah. noise. Everyone's like, are they standing next to me? <laughs> yeah. Why are their ears bleeding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's healthy. Every time there's a header just splashes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, and you know what? It's in Amer- in American football, they are considered the twelfth man, right? Yeah, yeah. And for soccer, please be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. get out there and and root for these boys. It's going to be great. Be uh, yeah, the get you'll you'll the game is today. Uh, you'll watch it later today. And yeah. I, I'm I'm I think there's I you know I think there's a real chance. I mean, the U.S. they. Look, the last two matches, they look strong, they look confident, and they're not making mistakes, which is we uh, outside of the Columbia game with two clean sheets. Right. That's a con that you're going into the, this match pretty confident. Right. And it's the same lineup. Yeah. Which, outside of Yedlin. Right. Well, exactly. And maybe he will have to switch it up a little bit from that. But uh, what are the uh, things? Orozco should be starting, Michael Orozco. Yeah. Uh, what I, what, you know, I argued who should start the second match after a really poor showing against Colombia, and I'm I'm a, I'm embarrassed I did that because you you do build this type of confidence by using the same lineup, yeah. you know. And I, it's something that would just Jurgen hasn't done enough of, and I'm really impressed with his ability to do it. It makes me feel like he has a plan, you know, like. You know, when someone goes, there's a there's a method to the madness. Sometimes I argue he's playing players out of position. Things are going nuts. Seems like he understands what he's doing. Yeah, it seems. Am like, I saying that only because they won twice? Maybe, maybe. But yeah. the, you know, there, there's at the very least, the players seem to be uh, listening to that message or right. or trusting in his belief. Like, look, yeah, you might be playing out of position, right? But you're going to be really good in this role like uh, you know Fabian Johnson yeah should he be in the midfield ah, probably I would say so I would say so but does he make good decisions at left back yes he does yeah you know and it also begs the question that why play someone out of position if he's not lumbering forward in every single you know offensive opportunity then what does that mean that means that we don't have a comparable left back yeah, that's, that's a better concern. than someone who's playing out of position, which again calls into our development. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. a concern. Uh, but in general, the midfield, I think that they 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 seem reliable. Yeah, but Doya has. Yeah. Oh man, he's been good, man. He he's came back a grown ass man, strong, just like really, uh, uh, you know, putting in his shoulders into yeah. everybody, man. Nah, son, that ponytail got magic <laughs> in it. <laughs> He's slots on. <laughs> so they look good. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going in very confident. I think, uh, I think they can really win this match. I mean, outside of, um, you know, there's not, no reason why they can't beat Ecuador. There's yeah, no, and, and but not having Yedlin is a little bit of a concern, especially since they have speed. You know, and, and and you know the you notice after these two victories, like the the. The talking points have changed a lot, you know, because it was always where's Nagby, where's uh, Pulisic, all yeah. that, and and after those two like co- sort of confident and strong victories, you're like, I don't know, will they would will are they going to mess up the chemistry that's already yeah. kind of there? They're, you know, it's people say like in American football when there's a there's a quarterback controversy after a quarterback was injured and the and the backup did well. 
people say like, oh, I hate that. But everyone else is like, that's actually a good thing. That means you have a great backup. This is a great thing. Yeah. That means that Nagby and Pulisic, we all know, can come in and play really well. But we're like, let's just wait and see what these guys can do. Because it's not like they were in dire need of them the way we felt during and after the Columbia match. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't console me after that match unless you unless you could provide me proof that Nagby and, and Pulisic were going to start. Nagasic, as we like to say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to start, you know. And, and now we, I don't know that necessarily we need them to start right away. You know, I kind of like what we have. I do think that if you brought them into the Paraguay match, they would have been able to offer a little bit more on a counter mm-hmm. and maybe would have been able to put that away, but maybe they're not defensively as strong as the players we had out there. So I yeah. they, you play both sides of the coin. It's so frustrating. Oh my God, this is why you and I don't manage. Our national team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that the Paraguay match could have easily been two nil. If Jazzy Zardes knew what to do with the ball when he yeah. got it in the oh, box. I mean, the, uh, too many touches. Uh, I, I don't know why I said touches. I don't know either. <laughs> too many touches. It's touch and touches all in one. <laughs> um, look, Jazzy hasn't been terrible where you're like, he can't, he shouldn't be starting, but it's, I don't know. I, I so I was listening to Hercules Gomez talk about this and he was basically saying he thinks he, uh, Jazzy's art is, is in his head. Yeah. He thinks he's just like, I mean, obviously. Yeah. You know, and you could tell in the next few matches, his passes were a little light in some instances because even he's worried about his touch, you yeah. know? So, not, he's, yeah, he's definitely not as fluid. He's not, he's not really like a loose, fluid kind of player either. He's, he's speed. He, he goes yeah. fast in one direction, uh, but it's not. He does put his head down and get there. Yeah, he's not, he's not a particularly but smooth guy. You're not playing with LA Galaxy. You don't have, you know, the fans aren't here to see, they didn't pay to see you and Geo. They're here to, yeah. to see a win. And when you have to get those three points, you know, the LA Galaxy fans would never boo him. He's a homegrown player. Mm-hmm. He has life too good. Now you come into the national team. We're the only country where the national team is treated like a club and clubs are treated like national teams. We're the only, we're the only country in the world <laughs> yeah, where that yeah. happens. So I'm, I'm excited to see that, you know, uh, he's at least there's pressure being put on him because I feel like he needs more of that way, way more. Of I that. agree. Uh, and I, I think before we get into the second, uh, second segment, we just want to pour, we just got to pour out a, 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 a caipirinha for Brazil because boy, Ouch. Brazil. The Brazil. F- five stars. Dunga. <laughs> gone. Dunga. What a collapse. Well, I mean, you know, look, I know Neymar wasn't playing, but Neymar's not going to do it all for you. <laughs> Brazil I mean, is out of the Copa America Centenario. The, the the tournament that they were like, no, not even. Let's not put Neymar in there. We'll be fine without him. We'll be fine without him. It's not even a, let's not even respect this tournament. Right. And then all of a sudden, you get kicked out. We're like, oh, we we got to fire the manager. This is this makes us look really bad. This is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, they're supposed to be much better than everyone. And also, the whole world is watching. Yeah, you know, this isn't Copa America that people didn't even know existed in Europe. This is this is official. The the U.S. is involved. Mexico brings the fans to watch. It was a controversial. The 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 third match uh, for Brazil was uh, against Peru was very controversial. Yeah, there was a couple things that happened there, and primarily somebody Thierry on Reed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, a little bit of a handball goal. A little ma- uh, mano de dios. Yeah, uh, <laughs> somebody said it was the hand of Satan. Uh, really tough if you're a Brazil fan. Uh, to hear that. Peru scored the only goal of the match uh, on a clear handball. I mean, it was all the replays are clearly there. Yeah. Um, it, it, he did fake it really well to make it look like it was his knee and thigh. He did. He did. He. he I mean, he faked it as good as uh, you know a, a woman in bed. You know, right. like really, he just wanted to get this uh, over with. Thank you. <laughs> it was believable. Yeah. You know, he immediately picks up her cell phone. <laughs> what is she typing? 
<laughs> making a note of how awesome this was. <laughs> but uh, Peru's uh, Raul Raul uh, Rui Diaz. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a cross, and it it went off. It well, I would say his it, hand was like a, along his thigh. A lo- yeah, so parallel basically yeah. with his thigh, and, and he lifted it up, and he kind of swung his thigh, but really used his hand. Yeah, his hand basically directed the ball to his thigh, and then off his thigh, and it might have been reversed. One of the I other. I think he just slapped it with his hand, but made it look no, like it, it was it, his thigh. It did touch his thigh, but he. It, it, it's hard to tell. It wouldn't have happened without the help of his arm. Yeah, his his without his hand Clear. or his arm. Clear handball. Yeah. Uh, the the referee and the uh, and the linesman uh, debated it for about three minutes. It was about three to four minutes discussing if this was a goal. Which I don't know how that how, comes out of goal. How does that come out of goal? Yeah. Makes, There's a lot of memes now where they're like, wait, how much did Peru pay us? <laughs> okay, goal. You know, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of memes that came out of it. Um you know, maybe people just don't want to see Brazil win this. There's a lot of, there's a big, big, big conspiracy theory that this is all set up for Mexico to win um, because they have the biggest fan draw power. Yeah. And, you know, you watch some of these games and you're like, oh, like some of their matches feels like some of the, a lot of their calls are going their way. Things are really going their way. Knock out one of the big, but Argentina's still in it. Argentina. Argentina's how dominant. Do, yeah. You I mean, know, they are the class of, uh, and I hate saying this because we've all met Argentinian people, but they really are soccer wise, the class of South America and North America. They are of the Americas. Um, so uh, it's going to be. It's going to be exciting to watch moving forward. Yeah, quarterfinals. Uh, Peru looks really good. Yeah. So. Uh, quarterfinals uh, today. Uh, watch those. They're going to be great. We'll talk about them next week. And, um, and yeah, so and next up uh, in the second segment, we're going to talk about the Euros. Euro oh, yeah. 2016. You know, uh, if anybody's still alive after Russia has killed them, <laughs> Russian fans have killed them, we're going to talk about them. How's that sound? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe by the time uh, we record th- this segment, yeah. Russia might not even been, be in the Euros. So. They might not, actually. <laughs> well, they just had another dust-up. So Can we call it a dust-up at this point? Uh, why don't we come back? If we're still alive, maybe Russian fans are walking towards us as we speak. Uh, we'll be right back after these commercials, hopefully, and uh, we'll talk about Euros. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Alexis Guerrero. So I'm one of the cooligans, and I just want to talk to you guys real quick about On the Volley Apparel. Really cool clothing brand based out of uh, Southern California. They're LA Galaxy fans, but do not hold it against them. Right now, I'm wearing the most comfortable hoodie, and I'm not making that up. The most comfortable pullover hoodie I've ever owned, and it's got the Wu-Tang logo on the front with a soccer pitch inside of it. If you go to our uh, Instagram, you're going to see some of the photos of it. It's absolutely some of the coolest stuff uh, I've ever had. I want you guys to go check them out on Instagram at On The Volley Apparel, O-N-T-H-E-V-O-L-L-E-Y Apparel is A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Check them out. Their website is V-A Football Club, V-A Football Club.com. Check them out. Absolutely awesome clothing. Such cool style. Buy some of that stuff. Really support them because these guys are doing a great job producing some really, really awesome stuff. And we absolutely love all of their stuff. And I think you guys are really going to love it too. Again, check out that, that Wu-Tang. Uh, they even have that in a t-shirt. So I know it's starting to be summer. It's going to get nice and hot. Buy yourself a dope t-shirt um i wore it on stage the other day and people kept asking me where i got it it's pretty dope i think everyone's gonna love it i think you will too check them out on the volley apparel welcome back welcome back we're talking euros the european championship we uh we're now in europe we, we are in putty at the yeah, moment that's right we're in lil <laughs> and uh we're a little excited to talk about this yeah baby yeah uh, <laughs> i said it oh man uh 
yeah, we were talking about, uh, you know, the comparison between Copa America and Centenario, the Copa America Centenario and the, Euro, the Euros. And yeah, Copa America is a little bit, a little bit uh, spicier. Yeah, right Copa now. America has, uh, has a little bit extra sazón. That's right. They save the excitement for on the pitch. In Euros, they've <laughs> decided, why don't we make it exciting Let- off the pitch? And by exciting, I mean, why don't we break <laughs> English people's brains? Yeah, they, they basically, the, the, the excitement at the games, they basically, they said, how can we get the taste of English food... <laughs> You know, uh, immortalized as a soccer game. Yeah, how, how could we mimic <laughs> the flavor of traditional Irish food? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the form of soccer, and I think they did it. They made it slow, dull, boring, and for some reason, boiled. Uh, I can I can tell you that it is still exciting, uh, even though it has, I would say, started a little slower. Yeah, still really exciting, uh, unless you're an England fan. <laughs> I mean, what a terrible way to start. You know, and it's it's funny, England and Portugal. Well, I mean, England being England being England, Portugal being Portugal being Portugal. The teams you sort of uh, expect, especially in the group stage, to be a little a little stronger. Yeah, but isn't that, this is standard? I mean, you haven't paid to, attention to a ton of international English stuff because I'm an Arsenal fan. I've paid that. This is what they do, man. Yeah. they And you called. You you said that they were going to win. I said that. I, I expected a little bit more. They are right now in third place in Group B. Uh, not <laughs> a great place to be. They're not playing. Uh, I, honestly, I you know, I was basing that uh, prediction on really how they looked in, in the international friendlies before, the, yeah. you know, the prep for the Euros. And they looked good, and they which were, is the biggest mistake you can do when you're talking about England. And they and they were they were mixing up the lineup, you know, where is Vardy, Kane, you know, Deli Ali, there's all, all this young talent, so you sort of uh, uh, expect quite a bit. Vardy not starting, not, not even <laughs> substituted in. How about this, Kane? Taking corners, yeah, very strange. How does that make any sense? You have a tall, good striker that's good in the air, and what do you do? You make him take the corners. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Dyer taking uh, free kicks, which uh, he scored. He a goal, scored on one, which so. is cool, but. How he also scored on a bullet as opposed to like there was no finesse to it. It wasn't a pie yet. What, 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 yeah, what does it say about the the quality of the the free kick takers on the England squad if Eric Dyer is your go to guy? Yeah. Uh, it look Dyer had a great season. Uh, and it's just that, that's not a thing you think of when you think of him. You don't think of that. No, I, I think of like <laughs> a, an enforcer type of guy. You know. Yeah. And then when you bring a player on, you bring in James Milner, who's just. Giving the ball back at every step of the way. What is happening? If you're Roy Hodgson, what what English mafia has come to you and said <laughs> these are the boys that have to play? Yeah, you just sort of expect a, a little more. But England, uh, in their opening match against Russia, uh, they won, were winning. They were winning the majority of the match, and they looked better. And Russia didn't look great, but Russia didn't have to because they realized they were playing against England, <laughs> which will they will give you a chance to win. So. Uh, after the dire goal, uh, you, you know, final minutes of the game. Uh, I, I went and I want to say his name uh, correctly. Vasily Berezutsky. Well, then you should have had someone else say his name. Uh, <laughs> Vasily Berezutsky. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching. I've been watching the Americans. I got my Russian yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're okay. Well, we're good then. We're good then. We're fine. Yeah. yeah no need right. for a translator. We got it, guys. Let's go to Brighton Beach and order a couple sandwiches. I uh, look. They had when the one thing that's that's funny about the game of Russia versus England is how much more comfortable Russia seemed in the final third. It seems like they had a lot less pressure on them 
than England. England was like trying to score, but like afraid of who would take the shot. Do you get it to Kane? Who takes it? What do you do? What Sterling looks sometimes like garbage in international play. You can tell he's a kid. Yeah, I, I think I think there's something to you know just uh, English English people English uh, self deprecation. You know, it's like confidence <laughs> is not allowed. Yeah. You know, you, it makes everyone uncomfortable. Like so. you have to be stoic, but stoic in understanding you're going to fail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be uh, you have to be confident in your failure. <laughs> yeah, because it it's a it's a familiar feeling. There's something right. to uh, even in the culture. There's a, it's like right. oh well, nothing good can happen. Hodgson so is why- talking about like we're gonna pick ourselves back up. And we're going to do it in the next match. They're like, dude, the game hasn't started yet. Why is this your pre-match speech? Yeah, yeah. This is not really inspiring. Yeah. yeah this isn't like Rudy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like you're reading dialogue from the end of the movie uh, or at least the middle. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it would how great would have uh, that opening victory been for England? That would have been very. Uh, they needed it. They, they needed, needed it, because and, and that is a team you should win against. Wales looks so much better than they used to. Slovakia got a result against Russia. I mean, you can't you can't let you can't let these teams. If you're English, and if you're an England fan, England as they like to say, uh, if you're an England fan and. Slovakia and Wales, as it sits right now, are the ones that are going to come out of these groups. You have to consider that a major failure. Yeah. If you're English, if you're an English fan, you probably expect it. You'll probably have a bunch of jokes about it, a couple songs. Fine. But that has to go down as a massive failure. How long is Roy Hodgson going to be allowed yeah. to man this ship? When my mother starts like, you know, driving her car into other cars while she's trying to park. That's when we take the license away from her. Okay, <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah, you think if they if they don't make it out of the group stage, is it going to be a hashtag fire Hodgson kind of thing? I, they, well, it would probably be like sack Hodgson. And if that's not already a hashtag, I can't look at what happened to Dunga in a in a competition that they didn't care about. England cares about these yeah. Euros, man. This is no joke for them. Uh, they yeah so they gave up uh, a goal the game ended in a draw they gave up a goal to uh, Berzuski on a header that really seemed like look Chris Smalling he is a world class center back we know that great he, center back tough uh, I, I forgot I think Vardy was it Vardy who said that he he felt Chris Smalling was the most difficult person uh, to 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 get by like he was the strongest defender in the Premier League right so future Arsenal striker Jamie Vardy please exactly. <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry uh, but he looked like there was a lack of effort I mean they, the the ball was headed into the box and he gave up on it I mean I think he gave up on it too soon it it seemed to me like he thought the keeper was going to come out or maybe I don't know yeah. I don't know how I don't know what to explain that because. It's like this thing that we we constantly talk about, and we're going to talk about Portugal in a second, but they're the same thing. It seems like at the last second, there's going to be a mistake, like just a lapse of judgment that they, and it's going to cost them a goal every, every time. Yeah. And if you're, if you're an England fan, you cannot be excited. I know their fans are, are out there like enjoying themselves and stuff and, and doing all that. You can't be happy right now. You have to be happy with the, you know, the fact that maybe beer is a bit colder and that you're near a beach. You know, like <laughs> you can't be happy of what's happening on the pitch because it looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, and, and it didn't make things better uh, after the match in the huh. in the stands. When uh, Russian fans decided, let's go shake hands with the other. <laughs> and by shake, I mean close hands. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a big uh, scuffle, as they say, uh, in the in the stands in uh, in Paris. 
Yeah, and but I, 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 oh, no, that was, it was atrocious. in Marseille. It was in Marseille. Yeah, absolutely atrocious. They they chase after innocent fans. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but, um, you know, all thoughts, obviously, to the families in Orlando. And a bunch of people that have also been injured uh, in, 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 I mean, it's senseless, you know, and if if the Russians are are moments away from being uh, suspended um, or expelled out of this competition, they're going to host a world cup. You know, everyone's talking about the heat in Qatar that might kill fans and players and coaches and managers. None of them might be left alive if after the World Cup in Russia. Yeah. (laughs) Because these fans, they didn't come to see a soccer game. And look, I've, I've defended, you know, hooliganism and all of this stuff in the past because I say like it's a socioeconomic issue and... You know, unfortunately, it's a part of the game for some people and you kind of got it. And England did a great job of weeding it out. Uh, you know, we, I sent pictures of like the first dust up. I sent it to a friend of ours, Asher, um, from England. And he responded with, what of it? What of it? And I was like, look at this guy's face. He's completely bloodied and he's drinking a beer. There's no shirt, blood, dry yeah, yeah. blood all over the front of his chest. And he put, you know, as Brits, we're always we're always up for a good ruck. What is happening? <laughs> this isn't Margaret Thatcher's England anymore. Yeah, it's so normal. Yeah. It doesn't even... Uh, I mean, you've been talking about Orlando, that, that sort of comparison, which is sort of what's happening here, where whenever we have another mass shooting, it doesn't affect us right. emotionally. Like as we're done now. We're like, oh, okay, again? Where did it happen? Wow. Yeah. You know, and as comedians, I mean, I, I worry a little bit, you know, we're, we're out in the open. Yeah, yeah. We're the one with the spotlight on us in one of those rooms, you know, someone decides to come in, you know, we might be the first thing that they shoot at. And I, obviously the fans, I don't want the fans to get injured, but if some of them have to take a bullet for my career, that's just <laughs> what's going to have to happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, my wife talks about it all the time. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we're very conscious of, but beyond that, we also go to soccer matches and now that too. Yeah. You know, plus my pizza habit. Is there anything that's not there to kill me? <laughs> it's uh, it, well, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a good sight to see. And it's, and, and, and at, it's, the, the at whole that world scale, oh. at that scale, it's when you see hundreds of people fighting each other, yeah. you're like, come on, this is what this Millwall the- versus versus Birmingham city. Go kill yourselves in the streets. No one is watching in the yeah. world. Everyone in the world is watching this. The U S is trying to get another world cup. I mean, you know, and so, but, but, uh, you know, FIFA has been very strict. They, they, they did a, uh, yeah. uh I forgot the exact title. It's a suspension, a suspend, suspended disqualification. Yeah. So, so like, it's like hanging over their heads. Yeah. Basically. So if you mess up again, yeah. you are out of this tournament. It's your mom turning around going one more time, one more time. <laughs> and I am turning this car around. <laughs> Imagine Russia gets expelled from this tournament and England still doesn't make it. Well, how would they feel? Hilarious. <laughs> uh, and then what you need is you kind of wish Russia had beaten you and had won against Slovakia yeah. so that they would be top of the table so that when they get expelled, you can you march get, right in, Yeah. which would be the most English way of getting through <laughs> the group stages. And they would be like, well, we still made it. You know, <laughs> all right, things happen. <laughs> uh, so very disappointing to see. Hopefully that changes. I mean, even uh, throughout... Uh, some of the other games, people, there's been an outpouring of pu- very public affection and love between right. the two countries. Primarily, Ireland seems uh, to be everyone's I, best friend. Yeah, man. they're hugging everybody. They're kissing they're men. Having they're having parties. <laughs> they're, they're, they're hugging up on the announcers yeah. for other stations. Uh, it's a lot of fun if you're watching.
watching the videos. Don't watch any of the English videos. Uh, find yourself some of the Irish videos. They're having a great time out there. These Those boys in green are really enjoying themselves. And why not? Thierry Henry didn't stop them from getting through with a handball. They're really enjoying themselves. Um, if you're if you're a Portuguese fan, you are not enjoying yourself. Cristiano Ronaldo, again, didn't look great in the Champions League final. Seems to have carried that form mm-hmm. to the Euros. Ronaldo, uh, you know, uh, um, Iceland even said so. I, this is a big deal for Iceland. It's the first time in the in the in the Euros. Ten percent of their population came. To France, oh, I, I wish you would just end it right there. Yeah. <laughs> 10% of the no, no, a hundred percent of the population came. came. They Babies came. were like, "What is that in his diaper?" Yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal for them. Huge, and uh, they uh, I, I, a big result for Iceland. One-one against Portugal. That's a big deal. So uh, uh, Ronaldo did not have his best game. No. Uh, you know, and I think his best game was. Probably a decade ago. Who knows when? <laughs> well, this is his. This is his last Euro uh, in what would you consider in the right age for a peak form. He's thirty-one years old. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is it, and he's not showing well. And this is the thing that's got to frustrate him. You know, Messi is playing with a much better squad as he as he sort of has developed versus Ronaldo, still with the same level of comp- like a level of 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 people around him yeah. you know he Portugal I, I, hasn't made that many sort of improvement except um why can't they just start taking some of the brazilian player <laughs> uh, renato sanchez uh, incredible very player. good yeah very, he can't he subbed he, he got subbed in and man he's fast he he knows what he's doing with that ball. Dude. He's young he's, though. I think he's what he's, he's like nineteen. He Manchester 18. United, if I'm not mistaken, who did he go to? Or Manchester United tried to get him? No, uh, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. That's yeah. right. Manchester United put in an offer, and he said no. Yeah. Um, which you know, surprise because you know Ronaldo has loved Manchester United his whole life. Surprised that he would do that. You know, you figured he would be able to lend a lend a talk, but I'm glad he didn't. So we don't have to fight him uh, as as Arsenal <laughs> fans. We don't have to play him. Uh, but um. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, not to you know, you sort of ex- expected Iceland to just pretty much get defeated here, uh, but they scored a great goal, uh, a, a, a long cross, and he, I, 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 you know, his name had like all these weird characters. It ends I, in sun. It's, yeah. It ends in sun. I know right. that. <laughs> there's like there's the, the prince symbol is in there somewhere. <laughs> it's a bit much. Uh, yeah. When they were making the jerseys, the, the person that was putting the letters like. Oh, we don't have get more. Yeah, yeah. Stat, we need some extra wiggly lines above the O. Just get me, get me a bunch of S's <laughs> and, and sticks. I need <laughs> sticks. Uh, it's <laughs> there's accents all over the place. Very hard to understand. But this is a. I mean, what's their population? Their population, I think, is less than a million people as a country. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, and you know, we talk about this all the time. I always bring up Uruguay because they're the ninth. Up until this tournament, they were the ninth in the world, and they have three and a half. New York City has eight and a half. Uh, we got nobody. <laughs> there's more people living in a building in Midtown than there are in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, 169th FC. Yeah, I know that team. Yeah, They're a yeah, good yeah. team. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> 385 5th FC. Boy, they are strong. Uh, a lot of older Jewish men in there, but they, they've learned how to play as a unit, which is, I think, is important. 10010 uh, um, United. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my favorite team. Yeah. Old 212 FC. Uh, <laughs> sporting 212. Uh, oh man! They, uh, I, you got. Here's the thing about like these Euros and these competitions is, like Albania, like they they may not have won, but they came to play. Yeah, Iceland, they may not have won, but oh, I mean they they drew, but they came to play. They're gonna play you hard. You can't waltz through any of these. They qualified 
Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we talked about that's this hard enough. USA versus Paraguay. I'm like, oh, but it's Paraguay. But they qualified. Yeah. yeah. And they're still here. The one thing uh, exciting about the Portugal Iceland game was the shit talk right after. Oh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo is like, you know, I'm a grown ass man. I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> how I feel. Ronaldo uh, said, and I'm paraphrasing here, he basically said, Oh, these guys were celebrating like they won the Euro, uh, and they, all they got was a draw. That that shows that they're a weak team, uh, and they're not going anywhere. Which is that's a he said it's a small mentality. It's a small mentality, and that is when you say that. There's a difference between saying that about like sporting Gijon, you know? Yeah, you could yeah. say <laughs> say what you want, dog. It's a little whatever, you know. You, yeah. You're sort of antagonizing their fans and whatever. But when you say this about Iceland, first time. In this tournament, which is such a huge, it's a big deal uh, when it comes to national pride. And you're basically saying, yo, your country's weak, dog. Like, you're not getting, why nothing. are you, who invited you? Yeah, yeah, why are you yeah. here? Like, who do you know here? <laughs> I, you got to walk up and smack them now. You can't let them get away with you can't, that. You, yeah, that is one of those Come things. Come on, Iceland. Yo, th- that is one of those things where Iceland's going to be like, yo, dog, next time I see you. Yeah, I, know. you <laughs> I, I don't care how many of your compatriots are with you, dog. <laughs> It's on. Like, I may swing one and run, but it's on. So They are some old, pale, angry white ladies. And Cristiano, and let me let me read you exactly what he said, because I don't necessarily disagree with the beginning. It, t- it takes a turn. Mm-hmm. Let me see if you can figure out where. Uh, Iceland didn't try anything. Wind the Portuguese captain, it says here on The Guardian. They were just defend, 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 and playing on the counterattack. It was a lucky night for them. They should have, we should have three points, but we are okay. I thought, I thought they'd won the Euros the way they celebrated at the end. It was unbelievable. When they don't try to play, just defend, defend, defend. This, in my opinion, shows a small mentality and they are not going to do anything in the competition. Yeah, that's, it's, it's not, it's not. It was like, oh, you're okay. You're smart. I think we're going to be okay. You're showing confidence. All of a sudden. They're a small mentality. <laughs> yeah. Why you acting all big, dog? You didn't win nothing. Yeah. Uh, which I kind of got to agree with him. But at the same time, it's like this is a big moment. But, for it, re- but it really says a lot more about uh, his ego responding in that way. Yeah, of course. It's, it's really just like they know they should have won that game. So And you didn't play well enough to win. So you have to give some credit to your opponent. Or if, you know what? If you don't want to give any credit to your opponent, fine. But you can, you can, you have to speak. Then you have to speak negative, negatively about yourself, and be right. realistic about that. Like you it, didn't yeah. work hard enough to get those three points. It did show a lack of tact. Yeah, bad. That said, this is for the team you, that didn't make it out of the group stage in the World Cup. Yeah. So he, who is he to talk? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about by small dog. <laughs> uh, you didn't make it anywhere out. If I remember, the U.S. was uh, riding nice and high. And I think I think Iceland's even a bigger country than no, than Portugal. Near. It's not nowhere near. Por- I landmass, yes. And that, okay, but it's like mountains. Yeah. It's there's Game of Thrones and then Reykjavik is what it is. Uh, there's the the wall, the, uh, the the wall, the northern wall. Yeah. 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 yeah that's that's in that's in Reykjavik. Yeah. <laughs> like you to know that is that's uh, Trump would be very happy. Yeah. It's, uh, they are, it's all white walkers. Over there. Nothing but white. Walkers. Well, that's actually pretty true. When you think about it. Um, that was a, it was a fun match to watch. And you got to be. And also, by the way, as USA fans. The way that uh, he, they, he scored that header against us in the last second, we definitely would have had a much better showing in the World Cup if we would have held on for another 20 seconds against Ronaldo and uh, Portugal. It was kind of nice to see them draw, you know? Yeah, good for them. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> nice. Catch it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, the, the Euros themselves, uh, the the host team, France, has uh, has looked. They, they look good. They're the, uh, de- they're definitely the strongest 
in the competition. They look, I, I mean, obviously every match is a home game, uh, but they, they look good. The, the opening match, France against Romania, uh, France won 2-1. to one. Uh, a goal by Giroud. Giroud is... Uh, Giroud, playing well. He's playing well. I think he has eight goals in the last eight matches. Yeah, so uh, Benzema's not there, but Giroud is uh, trying his best to yeah. fill... Benzema's watching sex tapes and calling his friends, <laughs> getting money. He's trying to fill those boots. Um, but uh, you know, Romania ended up tying... Most of the game was uh, was tied, I guess, most of the second half. And then uh, Dimitri Payet. Wow. <sighs> He is. How much skill does this boy have? He is uh, having. He's having. He's the James Rodriguez of of this Euros. You know, like yeah. compared to the World Cup. The, I mean, James. That's he. 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 His name showed the whole world. Yeah. yeah, he showed the whole world what he can do, and that yeah. immediately got him on Real Madrid. Uh, and Dimitri Payet is. He is. He's. He look. He got to the the French national team kind of late, later than most people. Uh, you know, I think he 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 got dismissed for a long time. Yeah, and he is really letting everybody know why he deserves to be there. And you know, he's on West Ham, which you and I had this conversation before. And I want to put it to you, the fans. Um, if you're if you're listening, uh, our email is soccercooligans at gmail Email us and let us know what you think of this next topic because I here's what I think. I think he's too good for West Ham. And I know how that sounds and no disrespect to West Ham. Billich is doing a great job. I think you guys have a lot of talent. I don't think West Ham is the appropriate style of football for his talents. I'm not saying he needs to go to Barcelona and maybe this is a bit biased, but I feel like his talents should be more of a fluid club like an Arsenal. It doesn't have to be Arsenal, but like an Arsenal, uh, like a Barcelona, even maybe something that's a bit more fluid of a counterattacking style. Like he reminds me of like Mares a bit in Leicester City, but much more skilled. Yeah, he's a he's a little bit more of a, a stocky kind of strong. He's a little stronger, strong, fast, agile. But yeah, yeah, yeah Mares is a, a couple of sticks out there. But but his his ability to his free free kicks. I mean, his, his dead ball skill. Is they've been bar none. absolutely magical. I ah. mean, uh, if if you watch the Premier League season, uh, uh, you know, fifteen sixteen, un. Real, he I, is Pirlo esque, and there he does things. But he's he look at he has a string on the ball. I mean, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. He does things that physics are like, hold up, yeah, wait, <laughs> we, we gotta wait. Where'd you learn? Yeah. How'd you do that? Who <laughs> dig up, dig up Einstein? <laughs> we need someone to just look at this and tell us what is happening out yeah, there. Yeah, so look, it's it's he he did it in the Premier League, he's doing it on the world stage, and it's uh, it's good to see. I mean, he he had a late winner, uh, in, in the opening match, and I think. Uh, after he scored that goal, I mean, he was like in tears. Yeah, I mean, this you know, he's getting a chance with his country, and beautiful to see. Incredible. He's so happy. He's happy to be there. What uh, is his potential? Those are the two questions I think I have for the fans. Do you think he's too good to be on West Ham? And what do you think his potential? Some people are saying he could be as good as like a Zidane for this for the in the midfield for this club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for this nation, I should say. I. I can't disagree. He would look amazing on Real Madrid. He would look amazing on Atletico Madrid, even. And I know that sounds well. They play a, a bit more of a rougher. You, you know, so style. you you want to see him? He, I mean, I would say he deserves to be in a Champions League squad. I mean, he, yeah, he's and that good. and yeah. maybe West Ham has that opportunity next year. They they keep getting better. They're going to be in that new stadium. You know, everything seems to be getting bigger and bigger for them. The new badge looks terrible. I'm sorry. Bring back the little castle. That looks terrible. But um, yeah, things are getting different. And maybe maybe they they buy players around him that are a bit more fluid and they don't play so much of that Sam Allardyce. You know, 
uh, old school way of you know they're, lumping it West, forward. Yeah, West Ham is a t- tough team. You know, Andy yeah. Carroll just bo- you know in the box. That's what like, I'm saying. Like Andy Carroll, I don't think he scored with his foot. He only scores with his head. Even yeah, yeah. even penalty kicks, the guy runs up and you know heads it. <laughs> like well, he's not that type of guy. That's just you know he's not going to finesse anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're playing Arsenal, in which case they do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, uh, the last team we want to cover uh, because they were kind of favorites for a lot of people. Belgium. Belgium Ooh, had their first match. I wish I could do that noise. <laughs> yeah. I kind of did it. it yeah, yeah, cool. not bad. I can't whistle. That was awesome. That was really exciting. <laughs> wow. What a, look, we all experienced that together, guys. Like, <laughs> look at me. Joy. I, 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 I experienced joy, guys. Um, Belgium played uh, Italy. Italy won 2-0. And all we can say about Belgium is what the hell's wrong with Belgium? I think this is exactly, first of all, this is what every team that Vincent Company is around, he must be into voodoo because the moment he goes down, the team goes with him. By the way, Vincent Company, uh, he's injured. He's not playing on, yeah. the, on the squad, but he has been killing it on Twitter. He's Incredible. Just great talking. Yeah. He had a great tweet about uh, if, if Northern Ireland uh, plays England. Yeah. What uh, are they going to play both national anthems? Yeah, uh, both of the same. We're both of the same. Will which they are, both sing which it one after a, another? Which is a great question. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> got. He, you know what? The one thing we don't notice about Vincent Company in the stats, his banter. Uh, his banter is top <laughs> yeah, notch. Yeah, you know that. That's a yeah. That doesn't make the stat sheet, which it should. Yeah, which it should. <laughs> um, I say he starts in my uh, banter FC. Uh, he starts. <laughs> but yeah, Belgium lost two nil. Uh, Italy. Italy is Italy. I mean, dude, defensively, man, I, there's a video of uh, of sort of like a bird's eye view from one goal to the other, so you could see them moving as a unit. They have they have been cutting off the supply line for passes in the middle like nothing I've ever seen. And this is what Chelsea's going to look like next year, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, Conte after Conte. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is if this is how they play. It's literally like the, the 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 back line is just passing it back and forth to each other. There's just no way in. You can't break them down. It, it is there was very a, impressive. It was a great moment during the match uh, that they, they caught Antonio Conte uh, yelling at his players after Lukaku had a, a good chance, but he missed. Very supportive yelling, huh, right? <laughs> he, he was repeatedly yelling, I will kill you, I will kill you. Which I is, will kill you. <laughs> which is like, yeah, that's the kind of support you need from your manager. Yeah. Uh, we should probably play a little harder. <laughs> yeah, let's make sure Antonio Conte is not like uh, uh, you know, at the academy with the youth team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's keep him away from the youth just for a little bit. It might be a little too rigid, a little rough for them. Yeah. Let's let him let him let him let him eat one of those California cookies or Denver cookies before yeah, yeah. he goes and talks to the just kids. A little, Seems a little tense. Chill out a bit. Uh, but uh, the the goal there was a goal from uh, uh, the second goal. Yeah. Uh, from Graziano Pele. Uh, incredible. Incre- I mean, absolutely blasted yeah. this ball. And um, look, just more. Look, I think the the without Vincent Company, the the back line in Belgium uh, is they're gonna have issues. You know, uh, there's not. I mean, there's there's just nothing they can do. Lo- uh, they Simon, don't look like they can play moving forward. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Simon. Uh, yeah, from uh, from, Vancouver? Ma- from from Montclair. Ma- no Montreal Impact. Impact. Montclair, Montreal. <laughs> he um, Simon from New Jersey. Look, I think going forward, uh, he I believe he's the right back. Going forward, I think he's. All right, he can he can keep up. He's perfect. He's not a bad plug, but defensively, he, you know his he missed the, he missed the the mark. He missed the person he was Ball probably watching. marking. Yeah, and and they gave up that first goal and the second goal. You know, whatever. Like it, it was a yeah. great strike, but there's nothing anybody could have done. No but one. Yeah, a lot of miscommunication, and you sort of just expect 
more uh, from Belgium. Belgium is not really playing like a, a team. You right. know, they have Hazard. Hazard, he can weave through a, a couple players until he reaches the center backs and they're going to, you know, knock the ball away from him. But you you figure, you expect a lot more from him, from, uh, from De Bruyne. And and it's not happening. And when it when your center forward Romelu Lukaku, there's going to be a lot of missed shots. So yeah, this <laughs> couple a couple of birds are going to die. Uh, and I I don't you know Fellaini just Fellaini just looks like what everyone thought he would look like. You know, just like if if he you didn't like continue, ca- if Carrot Top was blonde, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone put up a picture of Big Bird and Fellaini, yeah. and it just said "Got him." Yeah, it did. Um, like everyone who said, like, "Oh, when Fellaini goes to Manchester United, this is what's going to happen. He's going to fail. He doesn't have the." Yeah, I mean, this is exactly who he is now. It seems like Fellaini's only good when he's forward and waiting for the ball to get lumped up. He's the he's yeah, what would he, happen. He's Andy Carroll if Andy Carroll stuck his finger in an electric socket. Just a big <laughs> poofy. It's. It's embarrassing to watch, and I have a friend who put $1,500 $1, down on Belgium. He doesn't know a lot about soccer. Well, he's learning a lot about soccer now, Ooh. boy, uh, <laughs> because I told him, I'm like, dude, you're, you're making a huge mistake. <laughs> Even Eden Hazard, which the greatest goal that I think I've seen scored uh, against Tottenham, other than Thierry Henry's uh, famous goal in slide. Um, does, God, he just he does, he's a step too slow. Well, uh- Look, I, I think the, the their issues with Belgium are uh, systematic. I think that with the team, uh, tactically, they're not they're just not playing correctly, or they're not playing with any real uh, 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 synchronicity. That's is that a word? It is a word. It is now, boy. Um, <laughs> I like it. I like that you're inventing words, um, or that I'm too stupid to know it's a word. Um, I agree with you. They're, they're, they don't look. They don't look like they've ever played together. And, uh, you know, for a team that was everyone's dark horse a couple years ago and, you know, they've, they've shown up and each of their players play pretty well for their clubs uh, as a country. Man, come on, Belgium. Yeah. What are you doing? First of all, you speak the language. You're in France. You know, but you figure you'd be able to get along a little better. It really makes that um, uh, that loss in the in the World Cup to Belgium even uh, even worse to, for the U.S., yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> they don't look good. So all the people who thought uh, they were gonna, you know, crush at this tournament, sorry, Stash. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one we know one person is losing fifteen hundred dollars. Who's just walking around going, "What the hell?" <laughs> Every time he eats a buzzer waffle, he's just furious. Yeah, it's just Liège waffle. He's just like smashing in his hand. It just doesn't even taste sweet anymore. Uh, all right, everybody. So in the, uh, we'll end this segment. We'll go into our third segment, Cooligans Corner, uh, and we'll talk about uh, you know, some of the little. The the stories that uh, that went under the radar uh, this, uh, this this last week. Uh, so we'll see you in the next segment for Cooligans Corner. Cooligans Corner. We have a winner of the Cooligans USA competition. Thank you, everyone who sent us your videos. Absolutely amazing, beautiful moments for the USMNT. Hopefully, in this Copa, we've made a couple more. And uh, I would like to announce the winner. The winner of the Cooligans USA Roughneck Scarf is Michael McLeod. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Delta1834. Thank you, Michael, for participating. Thank you, Roughneck Scarves, for helping us and sending Michael McLeod his brand new USMNT scarf. And, uh, yeah, support USMNT in the Copa America Centenario. Congrats, Michael McLeod of the McLeod Clan. USA, USA, USA. Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner. 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 Corner.
<laughs> corner kick. Cooligan's corner kick. Cooligan's corner kick. There goes Harry Kane. <laughs> we don't need him in the middle. We don't need him in the box. No, no. He's uh, he's here to lead off the Cooligan's corner stories. Just like his girl when she has a headache, you don't need him in the box. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a little bit of a reach, but <laughs> we did it. I said it, and I stand <laughs> by it. Uh, a couple of fun things uh, going on uh, throughout this uh, this summer of soccer. Yeah, uh, we talked about a couple things, but uh, there's a couple more. There's a couple more. Uh, couple, a couple of stories. Uh, if you're watching the Copa America, uh, Argentina against Bolivia, which is like, why even? Why even have this fixture? Because why? Yeah, why? <laughs> you don't need this one. You know what you do? You tell you tell Bolivia. Here's what we're gonna do we're gonna say it was three and nil <laughs> you guys don't get injured you go home you relax and you know what bolivia takes that deal yeah that's a good deal. <laughs> here's what else you can do bolivia we'll allow you to come in and watch messy train <laughs> huh? you, you stand there he'll sign some autographs yeah just uh you know we'll 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 give you five minutes of watching messy on the elliptical I, I, that's a good uh, deal that's not bad <laughs> that's not a bad deal we're gonna, we're gonna put commercials on it because <laughs> that's gonna get a bigger draw uh but uh argentina played against uh bolivia i i, I, I last i checked the score was what maybe eight or nine nil no. i mean was, i believe it was i believe the score is who gives a shit <laughs> argentina's winner argentina won by a lot um but there was a great moment when uh, they, uh, there was a pass to Messi, it, it, it turned out to be offsides, but the, it, the play was kind of fast, so uh, they didn't know right. if it was offsides. That, they didn't call it very quickly. Messi near the goal, over by the touchline, over by the, uh, the, the back line. He was like by one of the posts, basically. Yeah. So he, he, he traps the ball. Uh, the keeper goes to chase the ball. And th- this is, I mean, you, you want to look like an N1 mixtape video. Yeah. I mean, this is... This was this was the equivalent of someone pulling your shirt over your head while you're defending a three point shot. <laughs> this was this is what you do, and then right after this happens to you, you take your shirt off, you walk off the pitch, yeah. and you tell them we need a new logo <laughs> and we need to change the country name because I don't want to be associated with what just happened out there. The goalkeeper got nutmeg. The goalkeeper got my. He was reaching for the ball. He was basically going to the ground. He's trying to. Yeah. You know when when anyone is trying to guard Messi, it could be a center back, it could be a right back, anybody doesn't Anybody. matter. A fullback. They get a little tense. They get a little nervous. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep, you know, you gotta keep a little distance because he could turn at any moment. Exactly. So what does he decide to do? Meg the, the keeper. keeper. I mean, and this is Son. not, this is not a thing you see very often. Embarrassing. But it also, it, it was so deliberate. Oh, just like Messi was like, you know what? You know, he like, like he woke up that morning and was like, hey, you know what? I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna make the keeper. Again. <laughs> you know what I haven't done yet? Yeah, you know these. I mean, you know what? I missed, the, I missed the first match. Yeah. Let me just kind of make up for it. I know I scored a hat trick in all of 17 seconds after I was substituted in the second match. But let's give him something else to talk about on the internet. Let me meg the keeper. I wish it wasn't offside. It would have been absolutely. Oh my God. I knew it would have been a tap in goal if. Uh, <laughs> but imagine that that. A uh, 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 whole sort of uh, uh, scenario going through, receiving the ball in the box. Uh, again, your back line. What the hell? What the hell were they thinking? Watching the Bolivian fans in the stands trying to get their Argentinian passports <laughs> so they can get. <laughs> they, they, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? I, you nut, can't go back home. Then a nutmeg. Then into the. You I call mean, your wife and you say, "Honey, I can't come home. Yeah, I can't do it." That that is one of those. Uh, you know when like um, you know that 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 meme of all the you know they usually put it up after like somebody gets like. 
cut up or whatever, and where yeah. all the black dudes are like, ah, ah burn. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what would have happened. Like, yeah, <laughs> even the Bolivian players would be like, yo, dog, I don't, Duh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going and going next. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the clip, watch it. It is uh, it just Messi's just a surgeon out there and hey, cutting everybody up. Uh, Argentina, I believe they're playing uh, uh, Peru. Nah, I believe so. I'll look that up. I think they're playing Peru. So, uh, look, the U.S. is playing Ecuador. If Ecuador gets through, and we know, I mean, if the U.S. gets through, Argentina will probably get through, and they will meet in the Argentina's same. Argentina playing Venezuela. Venezuela. So they'll they'll. Uh, it, so look, look out, Venezuela keeper. It's looking like uh, the U.S. If you know, if all goes well, we might be facing uh, Argentina in the semifinal, which would be very exciting and uh, very fun to watch. Yeah, but we got to get through Ecuador first. What else is going on? Out there? Uh, also, uh, speaking of Messi, uh, Me- uh, Lionel Messi was he was the game was in Chicago, uh, and he. Uh, got to train with uh, the the Chicago Academy uh, from the Chicago an Fire. What an absolute honor it is for Messi <laughs> to be able to train <laughs> to with the Chicago Fire Academy. He must. I mean, yeah, he was pretty proud. He was like, "Thank you for giving me this opportunity." Yeah, it's again lifelong dream of his <laughs> to train with the Chicago Fire Academy. But you see videos like this of you know young players when when Messi comes to come to the states. Right. And then they either like, you know, they meet him, they get to see him train, they get to just, you know, if you're if you're wearing soccer boots and you are around Messi and you have the opportunity just to like even receive a pass from him, like or you ha- kick a pass and he's on the other end of it. That's got to be incredible. That's wh- what uh. a feeling. So like, bravo. I'm, I'm good on Messi to, to, you know, to show up and do that for right. them. I mean, that's his version of, uh, you know, he walked away and in Spanish, he was like, what orphanage was that? <laughs> what, 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 why orphanage? are those kids so sutty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is this pizza so big? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So um, uh, nothing uh, in Los Angeles. Why are those kids so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said sooty, sooty. Oh, okay. sooty! Like they have like soot on their oh, face. Oh, yes. Little dirty little kids. This is sweaty. Like, wait, they were playing soccer? <laughs> no, sooty. I was. What were they? Sooty little kids. Sooty, um, sooty. Anyway, uh, LA Galaxy U.S. Open Cup is going on at the moment. Absolutely, LA Galaxy, a favorite in the MLS. Look, we don't really talk about the U.S. Open Cup because we don't know nearly anything about yeah, it. Yeah, we uh, know fuck all. About the <laughs> it is, uh, it's, it is, it is our FA Cup. You know, yeah, it uh, is our. That's right. And uh, actually, I think it's been. No, it has not been going on longer than the FA Cup. Uh, but it has but been going on for quite a while. Quite a while. Very exciting. I think last year was their 100th year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so very. It's the, it's the U.S. Open Cup Centenario plus one. Yeah, Centenario <laughs> Uno. <laughs> All one word. Um, very exciting. A uh, lot of... This is a great chance for your lower league team. Exactly. So. Because there is no promotion and relegation. They don't get to go up. So for them, this is their big shining moment. Exactly. Uh, the winner gets to go in the CONCACAF uh, Champions League, which... Obviously, the Champions League in Europe is their version of the CONCACAF Champions League, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. They're trying to mimic us, obviously. But the LA Galaxy played against, ooh, bitter, okay. bitter rival. Uh, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> La Máquina. La Máquina. <laughs> uh, that, we're not we're not changing the name. That no, is it. No, that is the name. And if you watch the clip of, the, of what we're about to talk about, you get to hear the announcer go, La Makina. <laughs> yeah, they have the accent mark in the wrong yeah, vowel. Yeah. Uh, so they have to Does not it. understand it. And it is. It's La Makina. It's an amateur team. Yeah. 
Uh, so they go to StubHub Center in Carson, California. And and play against maybe next to uh, just maybe a bunch of ghosts. They, there's really nobody there. Yeah, there's no one there. <laughs> there's uh, no one there. Obviously, because of fan violence, they didn't allow the fans <laughs> in. No, that's not it. The, Although fans were allowed in. Okay. Yeah, it is a bit of a shame. You would you think, look, even if just to get to see the LA Galaxy play against a small squad, how much are t- how much can tickets be? What, 15, 20 bucks? Yeah, they're, they're very inexpensive. Watch your team, you know? No one in the stands, it looked like they were playing it at Rebel Arena. Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. Open Cup is not really marketed very well. I mean, I don't. It's hard to figure out even when the games you know are where to is? see I them. Think MLS doesn't um, have a great relationship with them because it's supporting uh, lower level uh, independent teams, and you know MLS is single entity. And yeah. So why why give them you know the additional? I think MLS does a good job of uh, of marketing and talking about when the two when two MLS teams play each other. Yeah. Um, and then of course they didn't allow um, the lower like RB you know Red Bull two yeah. and all the, those teams aren't allowed to play in it anymore. More. So, yeah. um, you know, it's like a big deal. But, but it's I still, mean, it's still like LA Galaxy is a favorite in the MLS. They got to be considered a favorite in the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Right? So there was a controversial moment uh, because in extra time, well, LA Galaxy, why are you in extra time with Lamaki now? Come on. One, one tie. One, what one is time. happening? And uh, there was a moment. There was a, a foul and uh, it was it was outside the box and players uh, on the ground writhing in pain. Yeah. Players on the ground. So there's a so this is sort of. I'll, I'll just say what happened. Players on the ground, inside the box. Everyone is paying attention. Everyone is paying attention to, to see how, you know, for, for his well-being. Right. And uh, uh, I believe, I think it was Villarreal. I don't remember exactly who it was. Uh, but he, uh, the ball was on the spot. And instead of, at that moment, usually you would. Uh, I believe it's Hasidic or something like that. Yeah. Well, it, at that moment, normally you the, you get the 10 yards to go for a free kick. Right. Then the other team builds a wall. All the team builds a wall. Yeah. Everyone gets prepared and. You know, and and starts that play after that dead ball, but instead of uh, asking for the wall, he just kicked it right back into play to an open player that was right by the net, and boom, a goal immediately. Goal. So now the issue, it's not There's illegal. Two things here. Yeah, right? it's not illegal. It's not cheating. It's not. No. Eating. Is it disgraceful? Uh, maybe because there is a player, a player on the ground. Yes. There's a player down, and uh, there, there's also about nine players from La Machina checking on him, which is also very strange. Yeah. And it's also an amateur team. I mean, yeah. that's, here's the thing. I get that you were losing and you take every opportunity and, and very competitive people. I would do the same thing in this situation, but I get where the issue is. Forget that there's a player on the ground. The rule states that the moment the, uh, the official blows the, the, the ball dead and the play uh, or blows the whistle for the play to be reinstated. In other words, the, the ball is back in action as long as it's not moving, and I know if you watch the video closely, it moves a couple of times, so he should have called this back. Even though this play was not illegal, it's not against the rules, he should have called it back because the ball is moving. But you're allowed to score or move the ball at that point. You're allowed to pass. You're allowed to do whatever you want. The ball is back in play. So Thierry Henry, when he was at Arsenal, uh, he was famous for this, you know? If you listen closely, there's a whistle that happens to uh, blow the dead the ball dead, and then another whistle to like start the action again. Thierry Henry, as soon as he would hear that, he would say, he would ask for you know your ten your your ten yards. If the other team is not paying attention, or if they ran over to get water, and the ball's in play, there's been times where he kicked it right into goal, and that counts. Yeah. Um. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, when uh 
when um, the Arsenal fans went to Rebel Arena for uh, Thierry Henry when he came back uh, from his loan. I believe he tried that and it banged off the post. So I'm used to seeing it. I know it's like one of those weird rules that not everyone knows about um, as a fan. You don't want to do that when there's a player on the floor. Yeah, that that's where the sort of... And it was one of your own players, so it kind of looked like you were like doing yeah. it on purpose. It looked like that was like a training ground thing. Yeah, so that's where the sort of disgrace sort of you know, right. kind of comes in because there is a player down. And I I understand that when there is a player down, you you don't have to stop play. Either team, right? They you know, sometimes they kick it out of bounds to check on the guy and, and whatever. But this seems like a moment where the referee saw that there was a player down and, you know, and it's not like he gave advantage. Right. You know, it was a dead ball. So at a dead ball, like, it seemed like it made sense. He he looked like he was hurt, and he he. It seemed like everybody was about to go check on him, but he didn't. He didn't stop play. Good so distraction. Yeah. So it, it. It. I want you to know that if I ever play against you, these are the type of things I'm going to be yeah, doing. Okay. It, I mean, I don't want to necessarily say it's poor refereeing, but it seemed like logically you stop play there and check on the player. He had every opportunity to stop that play and bring that ball back, and he should have taken it. Yeah. That's, so, look, let us know what you think. Uh, what's your opinion? If you see the play, uh, I, I know uh, we'll, we'll post it on, on our Twitter. Uh, take a look at it. Let us know what you think. Email us at soccercooligans at gmail.com. Let us know, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it on the air next week. Uh, okay. And uh, two more things. Uh, Seth Blatter back in the news. He cannot leave. He obviously he uh, you know the 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 now defunct uh, FIFA chairman. He's he's you know back he's, home. He's back home. But he's, he's got things to say, baby. He has a, he has a full beard, just writing in his <laughs> journal, <laughs> just bitterness. Uh, but Seth Blatter, uh, I, and I don't know why anyone is talking to him about this stuff, but because but apparently it's you know now he can uh, spill the beans on all the corruption. <laughs> But Sepp Blatter accused FIFA of uh, rigging the tournament draws. So if you know, whenever there's a the Champions League draw and 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 the, the and the the teams, uh, you you know you decide who's gonna play who. Right. They have like those lottery balls and 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 uh, all, all the balls inside the bucket, and they pick them out and they and you and they twist them open and you see who plays who. You know. Right. Uh, so he is saying that as a for a strategy to kind of rig the draw to to control what teams play who, they would uh, use a, a tactic where they would freeze the the balls so that the person they, putting their hand in yeah would know that this is a cold ball. So they would freeze some of them and then leave some of them normal. Uh, but when you touch a certain ball. You, you feel that it's cold, so you would know what team it was. Meaning, like, I'm sure, like, the cold ones were the better nations. Yeah, so, like, make sure... you clubs. Yeah, make sure to pick this one, you know, and, and, and whatever whatever scenario they wanted to create, they were able to do. Right, 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 right. Or maybe not allow, like, the big teams to play each other early so we right. can build up to something bigger. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and again, something they must have learned from uh, the uh, New England Patriots, yes, uh, yes, changing straight. the temperature. Yeah, they, I, I've always said Tom Brady should not be picking the World Cup draws. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, this guys, it's a little fishy. <laughs> Just Belichick is wearing a sleeveless hoodie that says UCL on the front of it. No smile on his face. That would be hilarious. So this is a big, uh, a big accusation, and I mean, this this tends to happen with people who get kicked out of whatever corrupt. Organization, all of a sudden they become the voice of morality. 
and now they, and they become the, these whistleblowers. But I mean, it doesn't sound like a crazy thing f- for FIFA to do. Uh, I mean, what you, yeah. Would it surprise you? I mean, also, does it really anger you that much? Who yeah, cares? Yeah. You know, you can get through your group. <laughs> so, but but it, it brings up that uh, you know just just more evidence to to stack on top of the Panama Papers uh, for <laughs> more corrupt. Couple more Panama Papers <laughs> over here. Look, the copier is running out of ink, yeah. guys. Guys, what are we doing? <laughs> so it is a big issue. Uh, and finally, they, they arrest the uh, the freezer. <laughs> just <Get> proof. <laughs> it comes out of that 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 whistle tell. <laughs> yeah. they just, on a dolly, strapped on a dolly. <laughs> they had to strap it down. We must the- have put up a fight. <laughs> oh man! Um, just duck its head into a limo. That Swiss hotel. <laughs> Every time they get arrested, it's in that Swiss hotel. Why would you go back in that Swiss hotel? Homie, Holiday Inn, dog. Um, and finally, if you've been watching the Euros, uh, a bunch of great moments with the managers. But uh, you know, World Cup champions. Uh, Alemania, uh, Germany, mm-hmm. as they say. Uh, Deutschland. Deutschland. Uh, uh, the, the manager, obviously, kind of a stoic guy. Yeah. Uh, very strange, sort of strange uh, figure. Uh, but Let's say he likes to go digging. We, we're learning that uh, Jurgen Lowe, for whatever reason, maybe it's like an OCD kind of strange uh, thing. He... He got caught on camera. On camera. By the way, it's not like he got caught on camera in the tunnel or in his hotel lobby. <laughs> He's on the sideline of a match. Of a match that's being aired around the world. Around the world. By the way, this is there's cameras on you at all times. You know that. You're the manager. You know that they're catching your every reaction. Yeah. So camera three on this guy. <laughs> every once in a while, they go back to him. They happen to catch him, him just stick his hand <laughs> in his pants. Maybe he's adjusting. That's not a problem. He swims around in there for a little bit. Yeah. And then he pulls it out, sits down, and he does the unthinkable. <laughs> he puts that hand up to his nose and gives it a little whiff. <laughs> What's happening downstairs? Oh, that's right. I'm a sweaty mess. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're, if you're watching, even if you're a fan watching a game, you, you get a little warm. You, let, you get a little moist down there. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if, what if you're, you're, for the first time, your wife and children have decided they're going to watch soccer with you? You and your German family are sitting there, and oh, kids, that's the that's the manager of the German selection. Well, Jurgen Lowe now, I'm gonna just die, man shaft. I'm just gonna, touching his man shaft. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling him uh, superstar Molly Shannon, where he remember she would put her hands yeah. under her armpits and just sniff, sniff them. them. <laughs> Close. You missed your armpit by about a foot and a half. But it's, it's, I don't know if it's like a super superstitious thing, a fetish thing. I I don't want to know what. He had what he does to his wife. Uh, Just know that if if they win every time he does that, the German fans will be calling for that every time. <laughs> Just please, I would too. Yeah, so I'd be like Jurgen, get your hands in his pants and smell. <laughs> it's, it's obviously a good luck charm. Yeah, get in there, everybody. Just everybody stuffing their hands everybody. in there. <laughs> Roy Hodgson just barreling through people to get his hand in your yeah. Joachim Lowe's you, pants. Jurgen Lowe's just uh, uh, his uh, his crotch will just become like the the little the, <laughs> the little stump, the little stump at the Apollo Theater. At the Apollo. <laughs> you rub it for good. <laughs> Hilarious! You ever gonna do it before the game? Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. We end on that disgusting note. Um, but uh, thank you for listening, everybody. You guys have been amazing. Don't forget to email us. Let us know if you think uh, Payette uh, is if West Ham is good enough for Payette. If not, give us your options as to uh, you know uh, where he could uh, where where he should be playing. Yeah, and let us know uh, what you think about the LA Galaxy U.S. Open Cup decision to just. 
you know, go, continue playing the game when there was clearly a man down and everybody is trying to see if he's okay. Yeah, and that's uh, soccercooligans at gmail.com. Soccercooligans at gmail.com. I'm Alexis Guerrero. I'm Christian Polanco. And make we sh- are. Wait, wait. Make uh, sure to follow us on all social media at soccercooligans. Yeah, and look out for more stuff that we're doing with Flama. Hopefully there's going to be more. So go on our, our Facebook page, hit the like button, go down and search for some of the videos that we've shared of us live on Flama and post in there that you love it and you want to see more that would absolutely help us out it really really would and you know who you'd be helping out the cooligans